and also like I can I'm gonna edit and chop it like as much as we need to um but dude here we go my freaking my heart's pounding let's go all right, all right bro up, so yo this is episode one to the beauty and the struggle I told you guys kind of on the pilot episode that uh we have some or we have a super dope uh, guest the story that we uh that we like ran into each other is crazy. We'll get into that a little bit le- later, but um, I'll have him go ahead, go ahead and introduce himself. His name is Nell. Uh, we met in shit, dude, about five years ago. Nike Town, downtown Nike Seattle. Nike Town, downtown Seattle. Yeah. And uh, we stayed connected throughout this five years. We met one time. And uh, dude, he's a he's a bro, man. We're going to get into it. So, um, dude, let's just start by like, I mean, we met at Nike Town, Seattle. Yep. Uh, I remember specifically. Do you you meet like a like a thousand people a day? Um, a lot, yeah. A lot of people a day, but um, uh, like I ran into. I remember I was getting this guy's shoes at Nike Town. Remember, mind you, this was five years ago. I bought shoes that day. You bought you bought some like Nike Freeze that day, and uh, I remember I was getting you shoes, and like everybody else was goofing around, and you were just like a super cool dude. You were like dripped out in like some Gucci, <laughs> dude. I was like, "What the hell is this guy?" Everybody was like talking on the mic, like, "Look at this guy." But um, but I remember you were like, you still to this day, you were like, "Dude, what do you do?" And I was like, "What do you mean? I, I work at Nike Town." And you're like, "No, but like, what do you do?" And then you kind of deep dove and said, "Like, it's crazy how like everybody immediately thinks like, like when you ask that question, like, what do you do?" Uh, it, they just jump straight into your profession. Yeah. I still remember that. Wow. I don't know if you remember, man. I but don't. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. He's like, I don't remember that at all. But uh, but yeah, man, it was and uh, just kind of going into that. That's kind of how we met. And from there, uh, I thought of this podcast about a month ago. I've been brainstorming different ideas. Um, and he was literally the first person I jumped to my mind to get on this podcast. <laughs> Five years jumping forward. Um, and from there, it's I swear I can't make this up. He he uh, slid into the Facebook DMs like he always does when he's traveling, uh, hits up his Seattle friends. He's like, Will, uh, you know, I'm in town, Seattle this weekend. I was like, dude, I was literally just thinking about you. Can you be on my podcast? And here we fucking are, man. So <laughs> beauty and the struggle. I'll open it up to you, bro, and like explain a little bit. Um, give the audience a little bit of a background on what you do today and, and how you stay motivated. And we'll jump in from there. Yeah, well, I. I- I think to prefix that first off, thanks for having me on the show, man. Absolutely, I'm very bro. proud of you, but also very proud of people who are just striving to go out there and do more and create their own stuff. And yes, we're in the bedroom uh, <laughs> of, the, of, the, of this house and outside of Seattle, but you look at yes, how sir. anything great ever starts. It's always something small in someone's garage or someone's house or just somewhere. So it's like, again, there's beauty in that struggle and there's beauty in like that grind of like starting from something to somewhere, you know? So Absolutely. thank you, man. Um, um, but, but, but first off, I think I'll prefix it with my story. If that's okay. Yes. So I think, I think to get to know someone a little better as far as like why they do what they do, yes. you kind of got to understand their past a little bit. So for me, originally born in a place called Bosnia, uh, war torn country, zero to five, literally grew up in pure poverty, third world, just chaos happening. Uh, more than half my family was slaughtered in, in a genocide massacre. Wow. And my I mom and dad, that. yeah, my mom and dad immigrated from Chicago or, or from Bosnia to Chicago. So two kids, one bag, zero dollars, no English. Dude. And we went from war-torn country Bosnia to gangland Chicago. Not the <laughs> nicest neighborhood. I was the white kid on the block. And, you know, I think deep down inside, emotionally, I always felt like I wanted to make it. And I always wanted to do something great in my life. Yeah. Because I saw the struggle. And I think I hated the struggle. I hated being poor. I hated watching my mom and dad go to work, having two, three jobs, 
you know, not, not understanding the language, not making a lot of money. And me and my brother staying at home alone in our apartment. And I think my drive and my hustle really came from, you know, my early days in life of my childhood. That struggle. Of just not having anything. You know, I remember for going, sure. to dump, my, 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 going to dumpsters with my dad to go out there and get clothes and like look for stuff and furniture. And it's like just, you know. Yeah, man, that's and, and, wild. And, and, and not having anything. Right. So now, you know, taking care of mom and dad. It, it, it's, it's, it's crazy just not forgetting like where you come from. But I think those humble beginnings in my early days in my childhood really led me to the path that I'm on right now. At eight years old, I had my first mentor, had my first job. You know, crushing cans, mowing lawns, raking leaves, cleaning abandoned buildings and churches. Nine years old, I started my first two small little businesses. There we go. Which was a keychain business in a, in a magnet company. <laughs> I was making it some like keychains and magnets Dude, and selling two things sales, that you need. Yeah. Two things that you need always. Yeah. yeah. So I learned like the hard work of, of like work ethic, people skills, how to go out there and start something and build something, the power of entrepreneurship. Absolutely. Ten years old, you know, uh, got to give some things back to people. And I just learned a lot of like lessons early on, which kind of led me down the path of where I'm at right now. 13 years old, moved to Vegas. Okay. 16 years old was asked, what do you want to be? My, <laughs> my school counselor. And I was like, crap. Well, um, you know, I, he- I heard a statement that said, no, you're going to be whatever your mind gravitates towards most. And I was like, sure. well, crap, I'm going to be a bong, a beer <laughs> bottle, and a girl. You know what I mean? Three I, things that are yeah. on your mind yeah, constantly. Yeah, yeah. 16 years old. Yeah. It's like, the hell do you want to do with your life, you know? So that's kind of where I was at. And I think I was just trying to find ways to go out there and make it. I never yep. wanted to go to college, but that led me down a route of like, you know, going towards like pre-med and pre-dental, which I absolutely was miserable, depressed. Right. It. Woke up at 21 years old one day. was just like dreading the life that I was living. Sure. And I was like, man, something needs to change. And Dude, absolutely. I think, you know, the universe, whatever you believe in, when you put things out there, and you, you, you hustle and you work hard, man. It's like, you'll find your path and your way. Like, I remember as a kid, like, what am I going to do with my life? That was like a pressing question. Right, right. And everyone kept saying, like, you'll figure it out. You'll find it along the way. Just keep doing things. Absolutely. And I think you have to keep doing things. That's a big lesson. Like, you have to keep trying things and doing things and failing at things. And I think I, I, think I tried, like, starting, like, four or five different businesses before I was in college. When I was in college, different uh-huh. organizations, groups, things that I joined and par- like participated in. And it's like I failed at everything yeah, that I ever yeah. did. But it led me – and, and those failures, I never failed at any – Right. It was all different experiences leading me to the path that I'm on right now. Right. Absolutely. And I, and I think if you're afraid or you're not sure like where to get started or how to get started, you just have to get started with something. Take the leap. If something's in front of you, take that leap and ride that thing. And Dude. then something else will come after that. And then Hell ride yeah. that next thing. Ride that next thing. And eventually you're going to get a – great group of people that come into your life that maybe show you something awesome. Right. And for me, it was sitting in a classroom full of 50 business students at UNLV oh, and the man. most successful real estate lady was going to come talk about success uh, uh, at the university. Three hours for that event, she ended up calling out sick and a Chinese Canadian guy came in instead of her. Right. I was stoned. <laughs> I was excited <laughs> and I was lost. I was, I, I was 21 bro. years old and I just wanted to light the world on fire, man. Yeah. And, and this guy came and talked about what success was and, you know, for me, I thought success was what I saw in a young Jeezy rap video. Yeah. And he goes, <laughs> got you know the what? gold chains, got yeah, everything, yeah, yeah. bro. And he Why goes, not? listen, those things are great, but imagine that being just a small fraction. Like, imagine right. success being that much more. And I was like, okay, well, tell me more. And long story, he just talked about, you know, freedom, talked about, you know, the ability to go out there and wake up and make your own choices and decisions and not being owned and controlled and having time and money. Absolutely, and just, something we've talked about. Yeah just, yeah, just being able to go out there and live a life where you can impact people and ownership was a big thing he talked about. And yeah. for me, that just really resonated in such a way where I was like, wow, like I want to be a difference maker. I want to be Wait, a- So th- this all happens, didn't mean to interrupt. Yeah, this, this this all happens while you're still sitting in the seminar stone, just I'm, freaking I'm, mind I'm, blown. I'm, my mind's blown. Mine's it's, fucking it's blown. It's like you got an electrical <laughs> plug and you're connecting a TV, a lamp, yes. all these things together. And this guy's just, you know, talking about 
his lifestyle and how he was able to walk away from his job in the corporate world at 23 years old and how he beat the system. He goes, he asks us the question. He goes, do you think it takes time or money to retire? I'm like, right. excuse me, do you think it takes age or money to retire? I'm like, well, is that a trick question? Yeah. I'm like, it takes money. Right, he right. Goes, so why do most of us do it at 67 or 70 right. or 65? He goes, I figured out a way to go out there and beat the system at 23. And he goes, I traveled the world. I did all the things that I wanted to go out there and do. But he goes, the next pressing question is, once you got all the fluff, once you got all the stuff and your family's taken care of, what's right. next? Right. What are you going to do? And that's that purpose-based question that, that, that you know, I think makes life meaningful. It's like, why are we here? Absolutely. Is it just to go out there and get a paycheck? Is it just to go out there and look at taillights and rush hour traffic? Is it just to go out there and make bills and, you know what I mean, have a nice pair of shoes or a nice car? Is like, But, like, when it's all said and done... Like, how do you want that dash to be from like the day you're born to the day you die? What do you really want that to be filled with? Absolutely. Is what he was trying to get to us. And he goes, most of you college students today think you know what you want to do, but in reality, you have no flipping idea what you want to do because the only reason most of you are actually doing what you're doing is because right. you're chasing money. Absolutely. And he goes, once you stop <clears throat> chasing money and that becomes the least dominating thought about your day, yeah. then you can really figure out like why you're here. Absolutely. And he goes, I did that at 23 years old and I realized like my deep purpose in life was to go out there and help people figure out what inspires them, what motivates them, but also what's their purpose. Right. And he, you know, he just talked about having his life travel all across North America and the world and how they coach and mentor people to be entrepreneurs, leaders, you know, how to go out there and build a great life. And I was like, dude, like if you're mentoring, me, I want to be one of those guys. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> anyways, I chased him down and I was scared as all hell. And, and, and this is another lesson I think for people that want to get started in something is find people that have something, <clears throat> whether it's an outcome, a lifestyle and say, Hey, will you mentor me? I remember going up to the guy, I was like, I'll buy you a drink. I'll buy you a coffee. I'll buy you, you know, a hundred, like a, a lunch. I'll give you a hundred dollars for an hour of time. With, I, with value. Yeah. Yeah. I said, I'm looking, I'm lost. I want to go out there and do more. Like, right. dude, can you help? Absolutely. And he lived in Vancouver, Canada. That's right. I lived in Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> and that was a three month relationship of me getting to know him. And eventually, you know, I convinced him and his wife to travel from Vancouver, Canada to Vegas every month. Right. On their own time, on their wow. own dime to mentor me. And I so he clearly saw something. Saw in you. something in me. And, yes. and, and, and for me, I was probably one of the most ambitious people that I knew. Yeah. Like I was literally sleeping three hours a night, taking five classes at UNLV, I love two it. classes at the community college. That's about 20 some credits yeah. in the medical field. Like it's just stupid. Right, right. And I was working a part-time job. I was selling pot to pay for college. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> I was selling pot out of the library to go out hustling, and pay for so school. He was hustling, so he still had yeah. that young Jeezy, Because I, I, I didn't want to be in debt. Dude, 100%. But, but it just goes to show you, it's like if you're hungry and ambitious and you're, and you're willing to go out there and do anything, you got to just like find the right people that are doing it. Right. And you got to gravitate towards that. And more than just the money and the finances of what this guy had. Right. I saw his, you know, his spiritual background. I saw his relationship with his wife, the Absolutely. way he raised his kids, the way he talked about people. And I just saw a guy that was truly happy. And I think when we think about success, a lot of us think of success as being just this, you know, uh, materialistic money aspect. Right. You know, are you, what kind of car do you drive? But, it, but in reality, how's your marriage? Yeah. You know, how's, how's your spiritual walk? Exactly. How, how, how are all these other areas of your life? Because if these are out of balance, then what's the point of this one? Absolutely. You and know? how is that portraying on the world? Like, what are you giving back yes. to the world? Yes. You know what I mean? Totally. On an everyday basis. That's totally. something that I'm that I'm still learning to this day. It's like, you know, you can have all the materialistic things, but truthfully, like, soulfully, how are you doing? You know? Mm -hmm. And then once you leave this earth, what are you going to give back to this earth? Yes. Um, you know, whether that's, whether that's, Whatever, whatever you're going for, it's just like you gotta, you gotta live that every single day. Yeah, that's freaking wild. So what happens at? So you guys, you meet up with this dude. Yep. He believes in you, 
And then yep. from there, he's kind of changing your mindset is oh what it seems God. like. He, he's inspiring you changing my whole to go mindset. for more. And he just really walked me through how successful people think yeah. and how unsuccessful people think. And I realized through that three-month process, he gave me some books, audios to listen to. Yeah. Took me to a conference where he was speaking in front of 10,000 people. That's wild. And I was like, man, this guy's got the juice. Like, yeah, yeah. I need to get around <laughs> this dude. And I realized there's no difference between successful people that are, like, are crushing it at life right. than us. Like, like we're all the same. Absolutely. But in reality, it's the decisions and the habits that differentiate people. It's right. the guy that's reading a leadership success book on the plane compared to the guy that's playing Candy Crush. Right, right, right. What do you? What? Do you, <laughs> seriously? Absolutely. And it's time. Cause, it's time. Because if because if the if the if the playing field were all equal, how do you go out there and separate yourself just on an everyday basis? How do you mosquito bite your way to success? There's a book called The Compound Effect. If you guys haven't read it, heard of it, you should absolutely read that book, The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy. Nice. And he talks about how success starts off with small little decisions. That, that really seem insignificant. But if you yeah. compound that a month, two, three, four, five, ten months, a year, two years from now, in reality, it makes all the difference. Dude, I love it. See, I'm a, I'm a big uh, big basketball dude, and I noticed – or I said that before, but um, big basketball dude. So Kobe, you fan of Kobe? Yeah. Dude, Kobe, Mamba mentality. Like there's some he always says, like it's uh, – I'm not going to get the quote exactly, but he says this specifically. He says his fucking workout schedule, he would wake up at 6 a.m., go yeah. ahead – continue to grind until 8 a.m. Yeah. He would do that three, no, I think four workouts within a day when everybody else usually does it maybe two a days, mm -hmm. right? And mm -hmm. he, he mentions like if you do that over and over and over again for until the season comes, you're already that much ahead of the playing field, right? You separated yourself. You separated yourself yeah. from the get-go. Yeah. So that's exactly yeah. uh, kind of in that metaphor. But you have sure. to do that every single day. Absolutely. So that's what he introduced him to. He introduced him to personal growth and development, nice. really investing into your mind. Absolutely. You look at how many people stop investing into their mind, you know, after high school or college and they don't read any more books and yep. get around, you know, just growth and development. You know, I think it's a gap that most of us have. As you age, you think you're going to go out there and like, continuously grow through life right. but in reality you don't yeah like you stop growing in height you know at what 16 17 years old yeah but you grow older in age that doesn't mean you grow older in wisdom uh-huh so how do you start how do you continuously feed yourself and that's what introduced <clears> me to <throat> man and eventually went down that path and ended up leaving college and quitting all my jobs that i went out there and did and just went underground man Dude, I said, so so you so retracking so you you stopped the pre-med you stopped all that all of that all that it's like the wow. shackles off my brain i took and it's i, I and i think if I can touch anybody, it will be the people who are doing the things that they truly deep down inside know that they don't want to do and it's not for them, but they're right. doing it to go out there and please their parents or for somebody else. And I will just say this. Yeah. Life is way too short, man. What if you don't wake up tomorrow? What if you don't wake up the next month? And like, like what if you started living your life as if you were dying? Yeah. And I think if I can go out there and inspire anybody with anything, it's to say, hey, you are dying every single day. <laughs> so why not go out there and leave it on the field and do the things that you actually truly want to do versus don't want to do? And I think most of us, we do things that we don't want to do on an everyday basis. Absolutely. So I left school, man. It was one of the most freeing thoughts that I ever made in my family. Everyone thought, I'd be like, dude, you're freaking nuts. Like, you're you're a lunatic. Like, you're blowing off your life and future. Like, right. you don't even have a job. Like, what are you doing? I said, listen, man, I'm going to figure it out. Yeah, hell I knew, yeah, I knew man. deep down inside that I, I was going to make it at something. Absolutely. I just had to find something. So anyways, connected with this mentor, and he introduced me to other mentors and people as well and different platforms and vehicles nice. and just things, man. And long story short, you know, I just went underground, started traveling, you know, uh, I just started like developing, investing to myself and, yeah. you know, built an e-commerce platform. And I love it. from there it kind of took off and, you know, to the phase right now where I, I speak across the West coast, but I also coach and mentor people on how to go out there and become entrepreneurs, leaders, nice. how to pursue their dreams. And I'm a mentor, you know, I mentor Absolutely. people and, 
You know, uh, it, it's crazy. Five years ago, my family was like, well, watch where you're going to be five years from now. Watch right. where you're, you know, we're going to be like comparison. It's like, it's crazy. Yeah. But, but five years from now, you know, my life is radically different, man. And just truly blessed and, you know, humbled by the things that I get to do. And, you know, for me, it's, it, it, it's, it, there's a statement that says, once you taste significance, success will never satisfy you. I love it. And I think when you can go out there yeah. and wake up every day and do work that's significant and meaningful, impactful, you'll do it for free. Absolutely. And, and that's how they say like, <clears throat> well, what are you willing to go out there and do to not get paid for it? And that's how you know you're meant to go out there and do things. Oof, and and I really encourage people to go out there and find yeah. something that they like, like, like that's bigger than them. Right. You know, and I think the myth in finding what you want to go out there and do is we're all asked the wrong question. We're asked the question of what do you want to do? What do you want to be? That's a garbage boo-boo question. Right. What you want to ask yourself is not what I want to do, not what I want to be. What kind of life do I want to live? Right. When I, I wake agree. up, how do I want to feel? Right. What kind of food do I want to eat? Do I want to eat Winko or Whole Foods? <laughs> you know what I mean? And Absolutely. I don't know if you guys have Winko here. We have yeah. that in Las Vegas. Yeah, but we, it's got, like, we got a few Winkos, yeah, bro. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's a different quality of meat. Yeah, do you want to pay $4 for chicken or $26 for chicken? Yeah. Because there's a difference there. There what is. What kind of car do you want to drive? What kind of travel do you want to do? And so let me so let me kind of ref- yeah. and, and kind of retract that. So, you know, there's right there's nothing wrong with that $4.26 nothing. chicken. Nothing. There's nothing wrong with uh, that. I was with on that, that for years. With that, <laughs> dude. <laughs> so it's like there's nothing wrong or with that organic high-priced. Nope. It, just find your place. Yep. Find what you want to yes. do with it specifically. Like, like how do you want to actually live? And I think most right. people pick things based on how they sound like and how much money they make. Right. But they don't understand what kind of lifestyle they're going to go out to be able to live from the thing that they choose. Absolutely. So first design the lifestyle, then find things that allow you to live that lifestyle is what I'm saying. I love Reverse it. Reverse engineer it. Hell yeah. Dude, you know? that was honestly like the second title for that I was thinking for the cast is reverse engineer. Reverse engineer Reverse the whole engineer, script. man. Reverse engineer the game. Because if, if you think about it, we've all been programmed the exact same way. Go to school, get a job, get a degree, climb the ladder. You know what I mean? Go out there and... Uh, 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 you know, sit in rush hour traffic, pay Hell bills, yeah. have two kids, a dog, white pick a fence. And it's like, what's so normal about that? Yeah. Who why, says it's normal? Why is that normal? Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing to me at least. If right. You, right. And this is for people that are complaining that want to go out there and do more in their life. They'll say, man, like I want to do more. Like, like don't normalize that because right. everyone else has, you don't right. have to. And I think the beauty of living in America and this is my, I'm not, my patriotism coming out. It's like <laughs> as an immigrant, yeah. the beauty of living in America is, is we can. And we have opportunities and you have to stop being a victim and blaming people of why this is that way, why Trump's this, why Hillary's this, why the government, screw all that. Ain't none of them come on my door ever and say, Hey, (laughs) let me help you. No, man, no one's going to do that. You have to do that for yourself, you know, Absolutely. but you have to recognize the opportunity that you have of how great it is to live in this country. Dude, I bet. I mean, especially (laughs) you, I'm, so I'm a third generation Filipino immigrant. Um, my, my grandparents immigrated here, but I mean, thinking of you and, and, your trace lines back to Bosnia. Yeah. I mean, just thinking about that opportunity alone crazy. is probably insane. And you're just, you just have the freedom right now to yeah, man. do what the hell you want to do. So like tapping into that, like, what do you feel about like your gift? You know, it seems like mentorship, like yeah. I've already felt your energy yeah. since, since we've been connecting here. So it's like, how do you like, that's what you like to do. This is what you do. This yeah. is your gift. That's what I do. And every time I see this guy on Instagram, Facebook, I just saw you not too long ago, like on a private jail. I was like, this freaking guy. <laughs> but um, but this dude, I mean, he's just always like speaking and motivating people in front of uh, just in front of huge crowds. And it inspires me. And I'm like, man, like this guy loves what he's doing. So yeah. tapping into that, we jump forward to, you know, this mentor guy. He, he kind of seems like he's aligning everything. Yeah. So how old are you? Like, how old are you when you kind of get in the groove of like understanding that this is what you wanted about to do. 23, 24 okay. years old, right around there. You nice. know, kind of like took a few years to, you know, 
eliminate some distractions. Yeah, and yeah. Give myself the ability to go out there and figure out, hey, like this is kind of like the path that I'm going to be on, and you know, absolutely. Gonna, you have to go all into something. At some sure. point, it's like as a man, mm. as a woman, as a person that wants to do something great. Right. You have to go all in. Sure. And I think I probably made that decision right around 24, 25 years old. It's like I got to do something, man. And, right. I, and if you got something in front of you, take it. Yeah. And and I kind of took that leap and just started making it happen big time, man. And, you know, really put something together in about a year, year and a half, two years. And kind of when it kind of started blowing up and taking off. So, dude, I love it, man. So, so like jumping into that, I know we, we yeah. kind of talked about a few, a few questions. Yeah. Um, just some things that I wanted to ask you purposely. Yep. Um, you know, this, this cast, this podcast is really a lot about purpose, sure. about finding your intention. Yes. Um, because I, I feel like a lot of people don't know what that is. No. Um, and I feel like, no, it's something new that I'm still finding out every day, but it's like, once you do find that, like you said, you wake up impactful, you wake up influence, you wake up like ready to go, like make a significance on mm -hmm. the world. Mm -hmm. Right. So like, like what, how did you find your purpose in life? You know, you, you're this, you're this guy who's going through the system of like a pre-med doing things that yep. other people are maybe telling you or influencing you to mm -hmm. do. And then you jump into like motivational speaking and, and, impacting others so how did you find that purpose and and what is like making that purpose continue man um i think so i watched i watched a video um on netflix a, a, like, a, like a documentary about muhammad ali yeah and it, it, if, you, if you guys have never like studied ali like study ali he's the bomb dude he's the uh, goat he's, he's he's amazing um but it's he, he goes at 12 years old i knew what my purpose was and he goes it wasn't boxing boxing was his vehicle but right. his purpose was to go out there and show because back in the day it was you know you know black people were being suppressed and depressed Absolutely. and they didn't have there was no equality yep. in reality so so he goes my my purpose was to go out there and speak to young black <clears throat> men young black women and to tell them that they could be the first the best at something right and and that was like deep on his heart and deep on his mission but his vehicle was boxing so it was there was a greater overall impact of why he did what he did and I Absolutely. think for me man um, I. You never find it at like one oh like this is that one moment this is that yeah. one thing I think it's a continuation of like things you keep learning and growing into, but I think you have to figure out and find out like what's something that you can go out there and give right. because we can all <clears throat> go out there and give serve add value to others in the world in some kind of way right and you have to figure out like in what way is that going to be for you right you know and I think you find purpose through the work that you do because you're making some kind of difference you're making some kind of contribution and if you're not doing that. Then I would I would I would really encourage you to to really look at your work differently. Maybe you have to have a different perspective or a mind shift or a mind frame and like the lens in which you see the things you're doing through. It's like how can I bring more purpose? How can I add more value? How can I help more people? How can I give more? Exactly. And I think when you start asking those kind of questions, how can I make Will's day better? Right. How can I come to Seattle? You know what I mean? Mm. Get an Uber from here. Come over <laughs> here to add value to you, man. Dude, I'm not I getting, love it. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's like, exactly. How can I add value to him? So it's like how can I create every moment that I living and experiencing life purposeful. When I walk into a coffee shop, how can I find purpose there? When I'm get, ordering breakfast from the barista, how can I order purpose there? Like, right. how, how, excuse me, how can I find purpose there? Right. And then how can I add value? And I think when you just live your life intentionally mm -hmm. and you're present, yeah. there's purpose in everything that you do. Absolutely. There's purpose in every person you meet, every conversation you have. Think about it. Five years ago, we met at the Nike town and it's like, it led to this and who knows saying, where man. this is going to lead to now. Absolutely. So, so it's like, what if I wasn't purposeful and intentful and present in my conversation with you? Right. And that's the thing is most people are checked out. Yeah. Because their f eyes are just on them. Yeah. So I think 
take your eyes off yourself, put it on others, and that creates purpose throughout your day, man. And dude, I mean, that's and you couldn't be in a better profession right now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you really couldn't, man. And I mean, have you had? I'm sure you've had people that you still stay connected with outside of myself yeah. that that are just like, yo, no, like, thank you, thank you for freaking, uh, you know, just being inspiring on that aspect, yeah. but like, uh, just giving value, right? Yeah. I mean, like, like you just said. This dude was at Seattle Center and Uber's all the way back up just to do this interview. I mean, that that's value. Like that's that's appreciative. So yeah. um, absolutely, man. So it's so purpose for you is something that you are just on an everyday grind yeah. to get. Yeah, I mean I mean, you have to find purpose with the work. You have to find purpose in your life because if you don't, it's like you're just kind of checked out coasting yeah. through life and it's like it's just boring, man. It's not an adventure, it's not a ride, it's not a thrill. And I think I think that's why that's why you have the suicide rate. The depression rate. Yes. Uh, that's why you have people that are just miserable in the most, you know, prosperous country in the world. I was talking to a homeless man downtown today. Nice. And, you know, I, by the space deal, everyone was walking past, and I was like, you know what? How you doing today, sir? Yeah. How's your day? What's going on? <laughs> and he just started to he goes. He goes. You know what? Thank you for talking to me. He goes. I, awesome. I needed that. I needed someone to just say hi and talk to me. And he was just lonely, man. And it's like, well, what? If, like, and that for me filled me. That filled right. my cup, man. Right. That made me feel purposeful, useful that day by just talking to a homeless man and just saying hello Absolutely. and asking him about his story and getting to know him. Because <clears throat> we're all so busy that we forget to go out there and find beauty in, 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 in the everyday. Exactly. And I think that was me for the longest time, man, is like you're so focused on the thing that you have to do in the task at hand that you forget to smell the roses. Right. And what that means is slow down and like actually look at the trees around you. Look at the sky. Just, like I find beauty and meaning in all the things around you and like be in awe. Yeah. And I think when you have appreciation and gratitude for all the things that money can't buy, yeah. then the things that money can't buy are multiplied in your life. Exactly. And that's a really, I think for me, that's been like a really key success principle is like putting my value and focus on the things that money cannot buy. Health, friendship, relationships, you know, the ability to like, you know, just be in nature and like experience that kind of stuff. And like when you're thankful, yeah. I think just the stuff that most people chase just comes, man. Filled with gratitude. Yeah, dude. Dude, absolutely, yep. man. So I, I'm, I'm loving it. And it's freaking awesome. I'm already feeling inspired as we talk. And this is exactly like the type of content that I'm talking about that I'm trying to hit uh, as far as like an audience. So, um, you know, going to that. So tell me about your everyday. You know, tell me about we we, we talk so much about like uh, trusting the process and and talk so much about like uh, understanding that process. Like what does your process look like from, you know, start to finish? Because we were just talking um, and it seems like you know, people are going to hear this. They're going to feel inspired. They're going to be like, dude, Anel is freaking dope. Let me follow this guy on Instagram. Yeah. Like, let me, let me tap into him. And it's like, they don't know where to start. Oh my God. Um, yeah. And I think that's a, the biggest like stop point. I, I follow this guy who I, who I look up to um, from a real estate standpoint. His name is Thatch Nguyen. Um, and he has this movement called fuck how. And it's, uh, it's like this Vietnamese proverb. But what he's saying is like, just, just do it pretty much going to the Nike tagline, like just do it. Fuck how. Um, and he like mix it to Vietnamese proverb, which is dope. But like, how do you like take that process and run with it and improve on it every day? Yeah. So I, I, I guess I'll just walk you through my day to day Absolutely. Uh, of like, what do I do? And like, what does that actually look like for me? Uh, I think for you guys that are trying to start off, I think number one, find a mentor. Yep. Find somebody that you can go out there and follow that can go out there and add value to you that's emotionally but also maybe financially vested into you. For sure. That has some kind of interest that wants to see you grow. I think that's absolutely key is finding a mentor. Nice. Um, number two, <clears throat> my daily habits, my daily routines. I think you have to, if you want to be an entrepreneur, if you want to go out there and create and build something, 
if you want to be successful, you need a routine. You need right. rituals. You need habits. You need things that you can go out there and stay consistent with. And I think the more dry and plain kind of like your life looks like right. in building something, the more chances and the odds that are better that you're going to go out there and do it. Yeah. A lot of us try filling our time with this thing and that thing and this thing and that thing where it's like, how do you pick one thing that you can go out there and put all your attention and focus on for sure. to then lead you to other things? So for me, it starts off with waking up in the morning. You know, once I'm done sleeping, I wake up um, and I'll just walk you through. Actually, I have an app that I track all my stuff. I it's, love it, So man. if you guys want to get a little quick tip, there's an app called Good Habits. If you download it, it actually allows you to go out there and track your habits. Nice. And in that book, The Compound Effect, this guy, Darren Hardy, yeah. he talks about uh, uh, people who go out there and see success in anything track. Mm -hmm. If you want to lose weight, you track your calories, you track your food you eat. If you want to save money, you track every cent you spend. Right, right. If you want to you know, track your success and progress, you track your habits. So for me, there's a few things that I do as I get going. Nice. So as soon as I wake up, I put an audio on. So I put a success, motivational audio on that automatically feeds, feeds my brain. Drink some water, kind of get up, kind of get moving, get going. Oh, Maybe yeah. go downstairs, make some breakfast, you know, something healthy, eggs, some granolas, uh, uh, some fruit, stuff like that. There we go. You know, uh, after that. Um, kind of, you know, maybe go to the gym, something like that. Get, get a little activity going, uh, a sweat. Yep. Get a little sweat in after that. I, I like to go sit at the coffee shop and read, really maybe, maybe grab a cup of coffee, Heck read yeah. a book, do all that kind of stuff. Nice, and then man. I have this app called Kate, uh, okay. uh, on my phone, which I mentor people through. I have a whole group of organization of people that I coach and mentor and they send me messages. So I add value to them that way, answer questions. So I'm automatically starting to get productive. I try not to get on social media first thing because it steals your capacity. Right. If you have this much capacity and you're on social media and you're just scrolling, it steals your capacity from your productive time where you're able to go out there and do that day. Um, next, I really talk to my mentor every single day. So I nice. have I, I, I have this pack with my, with my mentor. It's like, I'm going to go out there and keep you updated with all the things that I'm doing every single day because right. he can help me. He can see <clears> things that I can't see. Right. So talk to people that are further along the journey than I am. You know, Let them know what's up. Pour some love into them as well. Um, and then I go out there and feed my dream every single day. There and I go. think the issue with most people is they have such a small dream that you have to go out there and expand your dream. Like the minute I walked into here, I, I, I we were dreaming together. Yeah. Pull out my absolutely. phone. I was showing you cars, showing you a really cool <laughs> penthouse condo we were looking at Dude, last 100%, night downtown man. Bellevue. So it's expanding the horizon of what's possible. And I think when you go out there and feed your dream and feed your brain that every single day, absolutely. you know, it gives you something to go out there and strive for strive for and work, yeah. work for it it propels you right um i visualize you know every single day at least you know a couple minutes and like what do i want my life to look like what do i want to happen throughout that day yeah because there's so much power in that um and then lastly i do something that moves my business forward every day like what's the one main thing that if you could think about you let's say your real estate business right right what's the number one thing in your real estate business that would help you go out there and move forward whether it's, let's say, getting a contact a yep. day. So if you made it a point where it's like, you know what, I'm going to go and have three conversations with people every single day, share my story and get to know them and go out there and say, hey, you know what? If you ever open a, you know, maybe buying some real estate, rents and selling, my name is Will. Here's a card. I'd love to go out there and, you know, be your guy. And it's funny because that's how simple it is. Yeah. Right? It's, it's, it's that simple. It's that like, simple. Like I think about real estate because, I mean, we have the same mindset for that and it's like, when you're an agent, you're always prospecting. Yeah. So it's as simple as me going to the gym and running into a dude that I hoop with and saying like, dude, man, if you need me to open a door for you yeah. anytime, yep. I'm here. Yep. Get the contact and they're in your book. Yep. Like that's what it is. Yes. And that, that it's not, I think people get it so confused that like, oh fuck, man, I need to go and be in the desk like 16 hours a day nah, or I need to grind. Live you know? your life, but add value intentionally. Absolutely. You go. And it's yeah. going to come back to you. Yeah. 
I love no, it. Yeah, man. yeah, no, yeah, no question about that, man. Absolutely. So that's kind of my day, man. Uh, wake up, get out of the house, get exercise, go back home, shower. Throughout the day, I, have, I might have meetings and appointments and things to do. Right. In the evening time, I'm usually in front of like a room speaking, talking, giving a talk about you know what it is that we do and entrepreneurship and all that kind of stuff as well. So I'm going probably from you know eight to 10, 11 o'clock. Then afterwards, maybe go get a little you know chicken wing snack or something there like that. There we go, man. And then there uh, you, go. Uh, you know debriefing kind of with my crew that I'm working with as well. Uh, get home, you know, 12, 1 o'clock, maybe read a little bit more, and then off to bed, man. Dude. Sleep six hours a night, something like that. There we go. I'm working man. on sleeping a little bit more because it's important, <laughs> but, you know, I think when you're Stay in the grind wired, to build man. something, man, it's like, yes. you know, like, like you don't really, you know, necessarily care for that yeah. much sleep. So. <laughs> Just eager to wake up the next yeah. morning, man. So then, um, you know, I got I got two more questions, and then, and then we'll kind of get things wrapping up. So, um, like, what's pushing you to do more, you know? Yeah. So, like, what is – you know, you got this, you got this process. We jump, we fast forward from Anel's story. Uh, you know, he's, he's aligned. He's, he's figuring out like his gift and figuring out what he's doing on an everyday that's impactful to the world yeah. um, and giving back to others. And, and that's his purpose. So like how, like, is that what is continuing to do more and, and building on that every single day? Yeah. I mean, um, I think, I think what drives me to go out there and do more is number one, I know I'm going to die. Yeah. And like, like I think death brings value to life. Sure. If you don't okay. understand death, you don't understand life. Why? Because death liberates you from fears and all the things that are going on in your mind. Like, can I? Is it? Is it going to work for me? Am right. I worthy? Am I valuable? Dude, you're going to freaking die. Stop stressing. Dude, like, me, I mean, I, that shit's coming for yeah. us all, man. I, I, I yeah. realized I, I don't want to go tiptoeing through life. I want to go guns blazing. Yeah. Man. I want to go out there and leave it on the field <laughs> and be Absolutely. victorious in the pursuit of the things that I'm doing. So yes. for me, it's like I wake up every day and say, man, like today, I, I got to get it. Yeah. You know, I have to go out there and get it today. And there's days that aren't necessarily like that. Yeah. But what I do every day, I think that I excel at is I don't beat myself up about what happened yesterday, what didn't happen yesterday, how good, how bad did I do. I just say today's a brand. If I got fresh an slate. today's a fresh slate, man. Draw the line of the concrete and it's a brand new day and you get after it, man. Yeah, and I look man. at my day like that every single day. But for me, it's also knowing that I want to secure my family. I want to do something great. I'm a right. meal ticket to people back in Bosnia. Right. You got people in what yeah. I, something I've learned, something I've heard someone say, it, but it's like when you have people believing in yourself and you're, you're not putting in the work or you're being lazy or whatever that yeah. may be, not that type of mentality. That's a disrespect to them in Bosnia. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Totally. But your um, future family is also counting on you. And I think, yeah. I think, I think, I, I think also this as well. And I'll say this to the people that are watching this or listening to this one day. To live in America and not do something great with your life, right. I think it's a disrespect to live in this country Sure. because you have the opportunity. And people from all across the world are knocking on this door trying to get in to have your shot and chance to go out there and be able to make it. So yeah. why not? Absolutely. And the world is so rapidly changing and things are just shifting in such a huge way that it's like if you're not doing something or you're not trying to attempt to build something or, you know what I mean, create something – like you're going to be left behind. And I think yeah. for me, it's also, I don't want to have that regret. I, oper I, I operate out of two emotions, gratitude. I'm grateful for the life that I have to live and excuse me, get to live, but also like the fact that I woke up, but also regret. I don't want to wake up one day being 60, 70, 80 years old and having regret in my eyes of like the things that I didn't do, the chances I didn't take, you know, uh, uh, uh that shit scares me that all the time. scares me that so scares much. Me. And that drives me. Dude. Yeah. That it's, emotionally, a, it's, a, it's like a two way yes. teeter totter type of deal. That emotionally drives me to the point where it's like, I'm going to go out there and crush it today. Yes. I'm going to go out there and do something great today. And like, I honestly, that full on truth is like, I don't want to have regret, man, dude. because I've looked at people that are older in their life and I've gotten around them. And I think if you, 
want to get inspired, get around some old people. Dude. You know what I mean? And, and learn some wisdom. Get around kids to help you start imagining and dreaming. Right. And get around old folks to see regret in a man's eyes. It's one of the most detrimental things you can see. And it's like, for me, I saw that. It's like, it's gut-wrenching, man. It's like, I don't want that. And you, like, get to a point where you're, you're at that point in life and it's like, there's nothing you can do, yep. right? I mean, yep. physically, spiritually, emotionally, there's really nothing that you nothing. can do at that point. Yep. And you look it's back. Over. It, it is. It's over. It's over. And it's like those days, those times that you took for granted, not there. Yeah. So uh, definitely see what you're talking about that. Yeah, dude. Dude, 100%. So those, those are things that really drive me and like oh, motivate yeah. me to get out, you know, get after it every day. But it's also like my, my, my family is not where it needs to be. Yeah. And I want to be that guy that takes care of my family. So it's like, you know, if you're partying, clubbing, drinking, smoking, it's like, is your mom retired yet? Yeah. No, she's not. Okay, then why are you messing around? Why are you screwing yeah. up? You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. Dude, 100%. That's a drive for me. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly driven, man. I love it. And, um, you know, going into that, uh, so tell, I mean, we got we got energy. We got energy. So what what is next? You know what I'm saying? So you, I know you're you're the type of guy who's thinking ahead. What, yeah. what you got going, what you got going on next? What can we expect? What can the audience expect? Yeah. Um, and go from there. I mean, for me, I'm building a movement where I'm coaching, mentoring, developing leaders, entrepreneurs. Hell yeah. You know, I'm all across Vegas. Uh, was in Chicago, Arizona, California. So I'm looking to expand to the Northwest. Dude, I need man. to travel so, with you, man. You got to yeah, get me out there. I'm looking to go out there and find people that really want to go out there and do more, add Absolutely. value, do something great, live a life of purpose and intention, you know, not live an average life in any kind of way and really engage with those people and show them a way on how to, on how they can go out to make their dreams come reality, introduce them to, you know, different mentors as well. And, Create a whole movement. I'm creating, a whole, I'm creating an underground movement, man. Oh yeah, man. Kind of like a fight club, dude. <laughs> of, of, of entrepreneurs, you know, people that want to go out there and do something phenomenal with their life, man, and showing, you know, vehicles and ways to go out there and then be able to go out there and do that. So, absolutely. Uh, I, I think for me, continue expanding on the things that I'm doing, and you know, down the road, obviously, I have some kids one day, and hey, man, you know and, then, I mean? and then wind it down, and then pass that generation yeah. on. Yeah, man, for sure. But but I think I think it's to just continue to keep having you know purpose and meaning and adding value everywhere I go and. Uh, I want to speak on stages all across the world, man. Honestly, I really do. I, uh, I want to own my own private. I'm going, excuse me, I'm going to there own my go. own private jet one day. <laughs> Bravo, man. Because um, that, yes. that, that thing's a time machine. Yes. And uh, uh, yeah. Dude, well, let's let's wrap it up with that. I mean, I knew, I know you I know you were uh, flying private not too long ago, man. Yep. I mean, so is that what kind of, you saw that and you're like, dude, I need I need. Yeah, shit. so I, I got, I got <laughs> one of my mentors. He actually lives yeah. out in Bellevue. Uh, he lives, he, he's just the most incredible, incredible, incredible lifestyle you could yeah. possibly imagine um his hangar is across the way from bill gates's hangar that's why so he was speaking in las vegas and uh -huh. he was flying on his jet and i was like hey man can i hop on he goes dude sure come on <laughs> so you know this is a guy that retired at 23 he's a millionaire at 27 and he's been you know doing that right. since all the way until probably 30 30 40 years down the road which is a huge thing because find people that are married for 30 years or 40 right. years yeah. It takes character yeah. to go out there and sustain a marriage or sustain yeah. a business and company doing that. So, um, you know, that those are the kind of people that I, I, I personally want to follow is people that with character. Right. Um, so I got on a plane with him and he just helped me dream. And he goes, three things that most people are missing is number one, a big dream. Number two, a good attitude. Number three, a work ethic. I they don't it. dream big enough. Their attitudes totally suck. Yeah. And, you know, they don't know how to go out there and roll their sleeves up and get after and get to work. Yeah. So. Yeah, man, sitting on a private plane with this guy, forty thousand feet up, going five hundred miles an hour, just in a time with space, a sixty just... mile an hour tailwind. You know what <laughs> I mean? It, 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 it just it just expanded the dream so much bigger for me. And knowing that it's like, wow, this is possible to me if I work hard, if I go out there and dedicate myself. 
And it's not necessarily the private jet or anything like that, but it's yeah. the freedom. It's the options. It's it the ability to go out there and have the things and do the things and to be able to buy your time back, man. Yeah. And knowing that it's like, you know, if you work hard, you can have things, but not even just private jets, man. going out there and, you know, going to third world countries and building water wells or going Dude. to India, paying $8,000 to go out there and sponsor two kids all the way from preschool to high school to have an education. And that it's is doing difference. things like that, man. That is a difference. And, and, and for me, th- th- those are the things that I want to do and live and experience, you know, and I think, um, I, I just hope I can go out there and communicate this message right. It's like, don't judge me for my dream. Get your own dream. Right. Right. <laughs> I think most people don't have a dream. Oh, he's so materialistic. No, I'm not. No, you not know, at all. Not That's at the all, furthest dude. thing from it, it man. It, it, it's, it, it, it's totally not. So just don't allow people to go out there and steal your dream is like what I want to close it with. is like there's so many dream stealers out there that on the pursuit to greatness, you're building something for yourself. You're going to get the no sayers, the no's, people telling you you can't do this. This is why it's never going to work, yada, yada, yada. Absolutely. I just want to let you know you have to literally guard and protect that dream yeah. as if your life depended on it because it does. Dude, you know, so it exists, man. And, and, and the journey, there's nothing pretty about it. It's nasty. It's dirty. It's grimy. It's sweaty. I think a lot of people don't understand what the journey is like. Yeah. You know, we start here excited, fired up, enthusiastic to go out there and get it. And when you're not seeing any results and wins and things are all going backwards and down, most people, most people go out there and quit because it's an yeah. emotional roller coaster. But it's an emotional roller coaster uphill if you don't quit. Yeah, Because exactly. you're going to something. Exactly. And I, I think you just have to stick with the path and the course and you just can't quit. Dude. And that's that's literally what this is about, man. Beauty yeah. in the struggle. I mean, beauty in the struggle. I'm telling you, there's the so struggle. much beauty in the struggle. There like, is, man. And it's not about what necessarily you gain from it, but it's who you become through that process. Exactly. It's the human being that you become through that process, which is one of the most beautiful things because no one can take that away. Yeah. It, once it's once it's all said and done, man, and you can look back and you reflect on that shit. Like I say, like it's not about like just holding that trophy or in that private jet. Once yes. you get once you get up there, it's really not about just that. It's about sitting back in that jet and looking like, damn, like, yeah, we're doing it, man. It, it, yeah. You know, filled I'm with where gratitude. you started from. Absolutely. You know, living That's in an 800 about. square foot little junky apartment Dude. with beer caps on the you wall, know? bongs all over the right. place, <laughs> you know, rats and roaches. And it's Dude. like, that's the reality. It's though. just progression through life, man. Absolutely. And I think so many of us could be achieving and doing so much more to add value and build America and like make our country great again by, right. by choosing to be great citizens than I expecting someone else to go out there and do it. Right. If we just got off of our butts and like really, you know what I mean? Put some action. I think the issue with this generation is we're bred to be weak-minded. Right. We're bred to, you know, want something done for nothing, to want things fast. And it's like we don't know how to go out there and sacrifice and right. delay and pay a price. And I think the greater prize that you want, the greater the price that it's going to go out there and take. The bigger and sacrifice. You ha- yeah, and you got to be excited about right. that, man. Exactly. That shit's got to drive you, man. got to be excited about that. I love it. Dude, so. I feel it, man. Well, dude, I know you got a flight to catch here in, in the next three hours, man. You're yeah. going back to Vegas. I'm going yep. to wrap it up. But, guys, this is a no. Uh, big round of applause for him. I mean, I truly appreciate you coming out, brother. Yeah. If you guys need something, you can follow me, add yes. me, hit Will up. So. Plug. Uh, dude, tell them where tell them where they can find you on Instagram. Uh, Instagram your- is just Anel Kedrick, A-N-E-L-K-A-D-R-I-C. Perfect. Um, just send me a message. I'm connected through Will as well on his Facebook or I think Instagram as well. Absolutely, I'm, I'm, I'm getting more of my social media game. I'm not yes, there yet at all. So. For sure, man. We're <laughs> all still I need to get there. So. Dude, well, I love it, man. Uh, again, beauty in the struggle. I cool. mean, dude, you couldn't set it better. Thank uh, you, brother. Honor, uh, honored to be the first one. Dude, and proud of you, man. And I know this is going to expand the up to big, man. Hey, so. I appreciate it, brother. Yeah. We're on it. Love we you, dude. Did it, man. Love awesome, you too, man. brother. Cool. Did it, dude. Dude, 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 that felt right, bro. (laughs) That was cool, man. Dude. I hope that was good. Dude, that was fucking amazing. (laughs) Dude, we...